people, welcome back to another ESL podcast. As always, this is your host, Arsenio, bringing to you today a very, very special edition. Guys, this is a very special edition just because I have been doing a lot of IELTS videos lately, and I've realized that there are a lot of people who are tuning into my IELTS videos, and I actually finally put together an IELTS speaking self-assessment that I actually got from one of my mentors. And I've act and I'm also doing a podcast, and the PDF is also available on the blog for you guys to actually print it to keep it handy as your Bible, and you can even write notes at the bottom with the free two pages. Guys, this is your first ever guide. This is one of the best guides, and I'm going to go over it with you today. Now, for those of you who are not taking IELTS, this is definitely not for you. I understand. Uh, stay tuned for my next, of course, ESL podcast, which will be on phrasal verbs. Um, but today is just a really short one. I'm just going over what I put on the blog, and this is somewhat in relevance to what is on the YouTube video. Okay, so here we go, guys. Without further ado, I want to talk about the four most important things, okay? So first thing I want to talk about is fluency and coherence. So what you need to ask yourself is, do you speak with long pauses while you're thinking of vocabulary and grammar? Do you speak slowly to avoid making long pauses? Are your ideas well organized? Are they easy to follow by the listener? That's a very, very critical component because just yesterday I was doing an IELTS, uh, what is it, and well, I was working with an IELTS student, and with his part two, he has difficulty staying on topic, such as kind of like what I do sometimes with my personal development podcast. These could be critical. These can make it, or I, I guess they could break the entire score. You could be on a track for a 6, 6.5, and then if your thoughts are all entangled, it could probably drop below a five. And so that's fluency and coherence. Fluency is like, is it natural sounding? So if we go into the next step, which is lexical resource, do you use high-level vocabulary words? I'm not talking about opening up a dictionary and saying, I'm going to learn this word for IELTS. No, I'm talking about going to a book such as Improve Your IELTS, Listening and Speaking for IELTS 6.0 to 7.5, by published by Macmillan. Joanna Precious is the author of that book. Um, these are the books that you actually want to pick up. Why? Because they have IELTS vocabulary focused on different topics that ultimately show up. They're very, very common for, of course, you know, the test when you end up taking the test. Guys, learn vocabulary terms for the specific topics that will probably come up on the IELTS. All right. Do you use phrasal verbs and idioms to show that you have a natural grasp of the language? Do you use idioms like, oh, man, that girl, she did my head in when I was, you know, and, and, and idioms that can also show that you have a very natural grasp of the language? Do you use any word combinations? I'm talking about collocations, the noun collocations, the adjective collocations. Do you use adverbial clauses? Or do you repeat the same word often because you have no synonym for the word? Again, if you say, oh, I'm from a very big city. This city is very big because, mm, you see what I mean? You just said a simple sentence and then now you're going to use a coordinating conjunction in a sentence that you already use the same word. I live in a massively overpopulated city. The reason why 
There are so many people, you see what I mean? I just use a synonym. Instead of saying overpopulous, I went to say, hey, there are so many people in this specific city because back in the 1900s, da 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 you know, using references also will help you. Using examples will help you dramatically. Now, if we go into number three, which is the grammatical range and accuracy, those minor errors and major errors mean everything. Minor errors such as, you know, the little mistakes, the no plurals, the no articles, the major errors, the significant errors, of course, always revolves around tenses. Jumping from the past tense to the present perfect to the present simple, back to the past tense, going into the past perfect, using a little bit of a passive voice incorrectly. That could just be all completely jacked up. A lot of you would be like, mm, you know what? This is what I want to use in my writing. But, <sighs> you know, give references like relative clauses, conditionals. Use complex sentences. Both use, use the simples and the complex sentences. Tell me about one of your best friends. Okay, one of my best friends. His name is Jake. Jake, who is an architect, lives in uh, Nebraska and does a lot of farming outside in the town. See, I just used the relative pronoun clause uh, linking two sentences and adding an additional sentence between, of course, that first, uh, the first part of it and the last part of it. Two commas, use the relative pronoun who. See, use that. Use those, and you don't want to say, oh, my friend Jake, Jake is a very good guy. I really like Jake. Those, those, that's, that's three back-to-back-to-back sentences, simple sentences. That's a simple structure. That's going to hurt you. In order for you in order for the examiner to say, wow, this guy, he actually knows what the hell he's talking about. I like him. In order for him to say that, you're going to have to use a wide range and a wide variety. Guys, I wrote all of this out on my blog. So for those of you who actually want to tune into this, please do. And last but not least, pronunciation. How can you help your enunciation? You know what you could do. <sighs> Go to Google. Google new headway. Headway. Compound noun. Pronunciation, Intermediate Student Practice. This book right here is about pronunciation. And because it's about pronunciation, it's going to ultimately help you in terms of pronunciation. A lot of you are like, is pronunciation important? Absolutely. Unclear, IELTS 4 to 5. Clear, IELTS 5 to 6. Clear and natural sounding, 6 to 7. So if you're one of those that have, you know, one of those people that have a thick accent in your native tongue... Get yourself something and start repeating. Now, that's why I make my pronunciation, ex, uh, what is it, podcast. And I'm getting ready to teach another doctor who's going to end up practicing out there in America next year. Um, and he's like, you know what, I really want to track, uh, practice on my, you know, my intonation, my stress. And I was like, man, you came to the right guy. Hell, I'm even going to be starting a course really, really soon. See, guys, pronunciation means everything in the world. You can make and break just about everything. So, guys, these are my recommendations. I wrote everything down, of course, on my blog. So if you guys are interested in that, which I know you will be, please tune in to the ArsenioBuckShow.com or, of course, just go to uh, the link in the description. And as always, guys, thanks for tuning in to this podcast and another one of Arsenio's ESL. This is your host, Arsenio as usual, over and out.